0: This is Simple Roots Radio, episode 44, and we're going kind of deep today. Like, deep, deep. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Scher. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw. It's real. It's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio, and now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa, and as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. It can seem complex and so overwhelming, but I promise you that it is my passion to break it down into the basics and help you live a simplistic and healthy life that you enjoy. I have to be honest, this show is one that I wanted to do, but at the same time, I haven't. Mostly because it's a very vulnerable episode. But, I do love everything about the new year, and the excitement that it brings. In fact, the week between Christmas and New Year's could be one of my favorite weeks of the entire year. I know, it can sound strange, and like, what? But... Honestly, in all the years past, I just love something about self-reflection and self-awareness and creating goals and resolutions that normally I am so pumped for the new year. However, this year has been a little bit different. I have been anxious about the new year for months, and I think it's because of my journey, my ups and downs, my highs and lows, and really just this massive growth that I've experienced this year. But I'm kind of fearful of the new year. Is it going to happen again? Am I going to kind of get out of this rut? Am I going to move forward? All these questions and what ifs and shoulds, and it just turns into this horrible, horrible situation. So I've really had to let that go. I've had to let the anxiousness, you know, knowing that 2017 is going to come no matter if I'm ready or not. So I might as well learn to get ready. And so I wanted to do this episode as a way for me to close my door, take you on the journey of this year and also help show you what I've learned from it and how I'm going to move ahead. And hopefully through that, you too can find ways and be encouraged and inspired to move ahead in your own journey. So we're going to be talking a lot about New Year's resolutions, and I think it's fascinating that people set New Year's resolutions because only 8% of people who commit to goals and resolutions will actually complete them. Again, that's only 8%. So there's millions and millions of people out there who will never complete any sort of goal or resolution they set in a year. I kind of want to change that because I'm all about not just saying things or speaking things, but actually following through on those things. And I think that we just get overwhelmed with it, and so we don't. So we're going to figure out a simple solution to this. We're going to break it down. And most importantly, I'm going to give you the one thing that I think that you should do for your health and your life, that being self-reflection, And we're going to talk about how you can begin this, not to mention, again, I give you a deep dive into my own personal journey of 2016 as I wrap up the year. In fact, I wanted it to go so deep and be so vulnerable that I knew I couldn't do it alone, so I invited back on a guest, kind of more of a regular on the show, Michaela Kate, who's really helped me to pull this out, helped me to get on this journey of self-reflection and journaling and kind of growing deeper and experience faith in a whole new way. So I'm excited to have her on the show to help me out with this. But before we begin, I thought being the first show of the new year that we'd change it up a bit. And I wanted to give away some pretty sweet prizes to those who are sharing Simple Roots Radio with others. I think one of the greatest gifts that we can give is just allowing other people to join us in this journey. And so I would love for you to share Simple Roots Radio. Word of mouth is still the greatest way that people are gonna hear about this show and hopefully make changes based on the show. So to inspire you to share the show with your friends, your family, your coworkers, whoever it is, we're gonna do a little giveaway game this entire month. And so if you share Simple Roots Radio with your friends and you hashtag, simple roots radio on instagram or you tag simple roots wellness on facebook and share a picture of you and your friend what you're doing a new gadget you bought anything that you're doing to help create a healthier new year start this journey out on the right foot whether it's even opening your journal whatever it is i want to see and experience your journey with you so tag simple roots wellness or hashtag Simple Roots Radio, and anyone who does that will be entered for a chance to win some pretty sweet prizes, which I'll share on the blog in the show notes. So again, just share this with your friends, your family. I would be forever grateful, and I would love to help them start their own journey of realistic, simple health, and to let go of all the fads of the world so that we can finally live with joy. So again, head on over to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com and I will explain more about this giveaway, but for now, just start sharing it with your friends. And with that, let's get right into the show and welcome my guest, Michaela Schaefer, as we travel through this deep journey of 2016, closing the door and getting ready for something so great in 2017. Welcome back to the show, Michaela. It's always so great to have you on.
1: (laughs) Always good to be here. My right?
0: pleasure. You're like the expert that I bring on when I feel like I'm going to do like something super vulnerable and I get nervous. So I'm like, should I call Michaela and see if she can be on with me?
1: Uh, so, I love it. You're it's the great. buffer. I love you're, being
0: here. You're the buffer to my hot mess of a life. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Anyways, so today's show is going to be all on kind of goal setting. Obviously, the new year is upon us, and I feel like it's kind of a time maybe one of the few times throughout the year that society promotes that we should be more self-aware and that we should decide what we're going to do with our life. And, um, you know, it's like that one time a year where people actually kind of reflect on their own life, kind of where they've been and where they're going. Sometimes, though, I feel like things are done on a whim. And that's kind of where I want to talk about today is like this distinction between just setting a resolution because you feel like you should or your friend's doing it or, you know, just like Kind of out of uh, – mm. for someone else or something else and not necessarily for you and also the difference between a resolution and something that's actually going to happen because I don't know <laughs> what the statistic is and maybe you do about how many people don't actually follow through on their resolutions, but it's kind of outstanding mm. And I feel like we need to be people of change, and I know you're all about that as well. And so mm-hmm. just kind of helping someone transition from just setting something because they have maybe a little bit of a longing or desire or they feel like they should versus actually like an emotion-packed passion mm-hmm. for something that's going to happen in new year. So are, right. you, are you – Are you on board with this? This is like your jam, right? Like, all in, right? Here we go. Okay. So, I just wanted to start talking about just kind of like my last year and going forward. And Michaela's going to do the same as well. Probably ask me some questions to make me go a little Mm -hmm. bit deeper. So, quite a few episodes back, I had you on the show and we just kind of talked about my journey. And this last year was a year that I thought. Was gonna be, I said it was gonna be my year. Like that was what I said at the beginning of last year. It was like, this is gonna be my year, Mm -hmm. just because I felt like I was kind of stuck and stagnant. I didn't really know what was going on. And I was just confused about a lot of things in life. And so I just declared, like, last year was gonna be my year. And it was like all bubblies and like fireworks and confetti, you know, like this (laughs) grand thing that was gonna happen. And it wasn't long Mm -hmm. into the new year. That I got really, really sick and I kind of started on this journey. So, in January, at some point, I started talking about or talking with you, and it was kind of. I I look back at my year and I think it was absolutely not my year in the way that I thought it was going to be my year, but it was absolutely my year in finding myself and maybe finding my calling in a weird and obscure journey that. I'm kind of nervous will happen mm. again, but I, I hope never happens again. But then again, I don't ever take it back either. Um, but obviously through the year, it was really just the highs and the lows, really a lot of lows of just trying to seek something more and finding something more and kind of being lost. I knew the path that I was on wasn't really fully me. But I was almost scared to step off of it or I didn't know how to. I mean, in life, in business, in every aspect of life, you know, mm. we're kind of told how we should be and what we should be. And, um, you know, in the business field, do this and you'll gain success or don't do that. Um, and it really takes the uniqueness out mm. of you. That really, I think, brought me down in, in a negative way that I was trying to suppress So I started the year, I felt like Mm. suppressing a lot of these feelings and trying to be like all that bubbly confetti, this is going to be my year. And it like quickly spiraled out of control um, to some really Mm. low points. I mean, I had a few times where I'd text Michaela and be like, Mm. I really need to talk to you like now, like things are not going well. And, Mm. you know, like it was the first time in my life that I really remember experiencing the, the thought of like, I have no purpose here. You know, like kind of just being... Hmm. really, I i mean, almost depressed. I mean, I could say that, like, obviously, I was never diagnosed depressed or anything hmm. like that. But I feel like all people go through a period of time like that, whether you want the stigma of it or not, but really just down hmm. and literally lost and confused and almost hopeless. To the stance of like, what good am I, you know, what, you know, that whole hmm. crazy spiral. And so it's been a process of me trying to like, really find myself in the pit and, um, kind of reemerge as fully me, which Mm. has been like probably the best journey that I could have ever gone on, but also the hardest journey and most frightening. Um, but yeah, Mm. I mean, I think the year in general, Mm. looking back has been a really great year and I call it my year of stretching because stretching doesn't always feel good. Mm But it's right. um, also needed, and I think it was, like, stretching and growth mm. was this year. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yes. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I think I um, can attest to a similar year, actually. And, um, I, you know, I know so many listeners can as well. And there's – I think what kind of – as I reflect back and even kind of your journey and even as I kind of hear you say it again – it's that kind of things are being let go. Like you're being stretched. You're having to kind of die to some things in your life. Mm -hmm. It's new seasons. Things are just different. Life looks different because of, you know, A, B, or C going on. And in the midst of that, my guess is there probably have been times when, and, you know, I can remember times when you're like, is this worth it? What's the point? You just feel out of sorts. And it is that lost feeling of where am I going? What am I doing? What's my purpose? What's even the point of all this? You know, you're like in the pit. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I guess in that moment for you, like looking back, uh, what has helped you or what helped you to just keep going, you right. know, mm-hmm. or, Was it staying in the pit a little bit or was it, I don't know, just kind of as you reflect on your journey, what helped you to actually, you know, move forward? Uh Was it actually just sitting there a while? Was it, um, you know, because you're you're not, I'd say, and I think you'd say you're probably not in that place now. You're still maybe feeling the effects of growth and stretch, but you're not where Uh you were six months ago. Right. right. Um, so what's what's brought you to keep keep keep, keep it on, I guess? Right, right.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a valid question because it's kind of like the question I feel like so many people ponder but never really come to the conclusion. And I don't think there's like a step system, but I feel like for me it was just taking time to reflect. You were uh, the first person, and mm. uh, I talk about this in my email, who really challenged me to journal. And I've never been a writer. Like, I used to hate writing with, like, a capital H. Like, literally did not like it. Would have tried to get out of any English class I could. Like, I am just not what you would consider a skilled writer. I don't get grammar. Like, none of that stuff It totally <laughs> escapes my mind. Like, I would have been your math and science kid who – an art class, which is a really weird combination. But, like, more of the hands-on, <laughs> multiple-choice test kind of girl. And, um, Mm -hmm. like short stories, like none of that really kind of was my jam. Like it never really enticed me. And so you were the first Mm -hmm. person who really challenged me. And I remember for the first few times that I like sat down with a journal, like trying to do like this homework almost that you gave me. And I would just stare at the blank pages of like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like I'm not a diary person. Mm -hmm. Like I don't write my feelings. (laughs) And I think it was through that time that I realized that I didn't really show my feelings. Like I didn't let myself. Feel my feelings and. Mm. I was almost scared of like the positivity of it. And I would not consider myself a glass half full kind of person. I am in some aspects. My husband is like the glass is overflowing all the time. And (laughs) so I think I go to the opposite end of the extreme of like, but wait, like, what do you worry about? Or like, you should, you know, like kind of the opposite to try and glass.
1: Yeah. I don't even see a glass. Right.
0: (laughs) Mine just spills all out, uh, spills out all over the floor. (laughs) Um, But I feel like journaling was really, really big for me and really in that time of journaling was really self-reflection of Mm -hmm. trying to understand me and what I felt and my strengths and my weaknesses and um, just kind of like my passions in life and questions that I never really would have taken the time to really ponder or yet believe in myself. And so journaling was really, really huge and honestly, it gave me a huge passion because I saw how much it helped myself, and I really feel like that's mm-hmm. a huge step in other people helping themselves and almost mm-hmm. developing self-awareness. I've become a really big promoter of self-awareness for a lot of reasons, but that was one. Mm-hmm. Also, I think what else didn't let me stop? I don't know. It's just a... Uh, It's a weird thing. I I mean, obviously through the year, like it seemed like my family life was kind of crashing in around me. My marriage was crashing in around me. My business was like everything was just kind of tumbling, but even through it all. And I think one of the things that I held over my husband's head that wasn't fair. And, um, I'm super appreciative of this now is that he never let me quit. You know, he always picked me back (laughs) up and, and said, you have a better purpose than this. Like you're helping people, like you have a mission in life. Um, you got to believe it. And, you know, through that time, I just wanted someone to tell me, like, it's okay to give up. You know, I wanted someone to be like, it's okay to give up on life. But it really never is because then what what hope is there? And so, you know, I think he almost at least made me realize that I had a fighter inside of me and that I wasn't going to let anything in the life bring me down from what I was supposed to be doing. And he was definitely the one that picked me back up. And it made me so mad in the time <laughs> because it's not uh-huh, what I wanted yes. to hear. Yep. You, you knew that. Um, uh, yeah. But, I mean, looking cool. back, I'm super grateful that he never let me fully quit. And that – because I think he saw something better. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was selfishness like I was trying to portray mm-hmm. of – Um, his selfishness, but I think it was really just something greater. And I think just in general, like having a better faith through it all, you know, just really getting back to God Mm -hmm. and telling God how hurt I was and how lonely and broken I was. And, um, I think through that he was able to like pull me out of the depths and, um, again, always reminded me there. I think I've, I, I developed a better connection of understanding and hearing God um, and the little things, you know, like on the days that I was really down mm. and um, I didn't feel like praying or I didn't think it would matter. Like, you know, there would be something silly as like a uh, Instagram post that would like ring true to me or someone <coughs> would say something to me. Or, mm. you know, at the beginning of the year, my mom handed me a book and it was breaking busy, out of the blue, random, you know, and um, just the weird story mm. through through all of that and having Allie on the show and everything like that. And, you know, all the Mm -hmm. homework that you gave me, I feel like there's just so many bits and pieces that came together. But I think in that time, it was allowing that to happen. And again, not Mm -hmm. being afraid of the emotions that I was feeling. I think if I would have continued to suppress Mm -hmm. how I felt, I think I would be in the same Mm -hmm. stuck place because I feel like Mm -hmm. feeling all that and being coming self-aware allowed me to understand Mm -hmm. who I really was and who I really wanted to be and realize Mm -hmm. that that's okay. Even if it goes against every other way that everyone's telling me I should do, you know,
1: right. It goes against every
0: perfect system.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Well, and just even as you were talking three, I think three points that you mentioned that I just even want to kind of Amen to. Uh, And that I kind of, as I reflect on my year, have been key and pivotal, I think, to move out of the growth and stretching because, you know, really our life is kind of bits and pieces of Mm seasons. And so there's whatever season you're in, there's either encouragement or discouragement in the fact that this season will end and life will look different in good ways and in hard ways, probably. But just to kind of amen off of your journal, importance of that I think is just the, and I you know saw you do this was I think why it's so great whether it's journaling or some sort of like getting that reflection and self awareness out there is that you're uh, acknowledging this is how I feel. Tell me how like how are you really doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, But not in a way that you just kind of sit in your emotion and you're. In your lonely pity party eating brownies and ice cream uh, is what I do. (laughs) Uh, But not like I'm sitting there, you know, on days on end. uh, But I'm actually getting to the root of, man, why am I lonely? Mm -hmm. Uh, And one thing for me, even reflecting recently, areas of my life where I feel like kind of alone in the battle, I've realized for 10 plus years of my life, I was a part of these really good work teams, you know, I was a part of a church team and it was like, you know, a young adult team and always going to work with uh, friends that really became a family. Right. And so now I'm in a season where I'm this, you know, entrepreneur, I'm going for things. I'm different areas of my life where I'm working alone more yeah. or less, you know, sure. I have coaching calls and meet with people, but uh, more or less it's myself. And so realizing you're kind of almost naming that emotion and giving more weight to it where it just makes it, man, that's what, that's it is what it is. And okay, now I'm going to walk that out. And, um, and so I think kind of in that, and and you mentioned again, it's kind of almost, it's almost like you're staying in the pit, but you're not in the pit. You're kind of giving the pit definition and meaning, but not just positively You know, getting yourself out of the pit. Where no, I, you know, I should never be lonely and and whatever. And and so, I think those are great points you made and really important. And and then to the never quit thing, I think with that, with what you said, with your husband, and you know, he wouldn't let you quit. I think just having kind of identifying who are those people when life you're down in the dumps and. Who are those people that you're going to be intentional to draw yeah. them in? Uh, because actually, usually you want to do the opposite. You know, when you're in the pit, you, you don't, you just want to be in the pit and <laughs> eat right. brownies and ice cream all by yourself <gasps> and have Netflix binges. Yeah. And um, so I, th- I think those are, you know, I kind of amen to, to all of those, those points. If right. you, you find yourself in similar stretching and growth,
0: Right. And I, mm. I agree. I mean, yeah. I think it's something to feeling, letting yourself feel the pit, but not staying there too mm. long because staying there too long is a dangerous mm-hmm. place. It's kind of like the black hole that mm-hmm. can suck you in for right. a long time. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, feeling that, I think. And I think it's something that it takes a lot to feel things. and But I feel like allowing yourself to feel and understand yourself is the only way that real change mm-hmm. will ever happen. Um. Yeah. Why are we so scared of emotion? Scared Don't of emotion. you think people, as a society, we're scared to feel things, or we're told we shouldn't feel things?
1: Yeah, I think I think I see both cam- camps. I call it. There's kind of the one extreme of I feel everything all the time. I wear my emotions on the on my right. sleeves. You know, it's like I'm just a walking emotion. You never know what you're gonna get. Uh, and then I think there's the other side of Um, you know, I can't feel anything. If I feel anything, um, you know, and and two, there's the, if I feel something, if it's joy, it might be taken away from you. I'm not going to get too close to you because what if you hurt me? Right. Um, There's kind of all of that. There's also, I should always just be happy, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: and uh, I, I see kind of, I guess, both ditches, both camps of of kind of extremes. And so I think the key in that, and, you know, we're talking about being self-aware, is identifying how, how do I naturally, natu- or what do I naturally gravitate towards, mm. I guess. Am I more of a walking emotion or am I more of a, you know, I've sealed up my emotions, never to be found again um, kind of camp. Uh, where do I naturally gravitate towards so it's being self-aware of kind of just how you are, mm-hmm. what you're kind of not, and also how you deal with emotions. I think I am uh, an internal processor. And so unless someone's kind of digging into, if someone says, you know, how are you, Michaela? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Right. Uh, now, if it's one of my good friends, how you doing? They'll get a little more out of me, but if if they really want to get a lot out of me, they know they probably need to pry me a little bit and right right or wrong. I, you know, I'm sure I have some growth in that, but that I just know that's how I am. And so for me, I know with my close friends, if they say how I'm doing, I need to, to then kind of be all in and Mm -hmm. say how I'm really doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I need to give them the benefit of the doubt and not, they don't need to pry me. They shouldn't do pry me because they are my close friends. And so that's me knowing me. And so the same end is, is kind of you knowing you. And, you know, how how are you? Do you actually tell too many people how you're doing and you're, it's overwhelming? Right. Uh, and, you, and you wonder why people, uh, you know, see you in the grocery store and run the other way. Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> but I guess for you, how would you say... You are, you know, you've been on this big emotional kind (laughs) of process
0: this past year.
1: Mm, Yeah. Uh, Have you kind of picked up any any cues, I guess, from?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, when I was last year, I felt like I didn't really do anything with my friends. I didn't really go out. Like, I was just overwhelmed with life, and I was just almost kind of in a survival mm -hmm. state. And so I felt like I let Mm -hmm. a lot of friendships go, and the ones who did prod me and i um, you know, asked me to do things I did and um I remember the first time that it was gotta be last spring at some point I one of my friends called me and asked me to go on a day trip. Um and it was like a four hour car ride. And um, you know, I, I felt like at that point I had just played the card that everything was fine and, you know, mm. just kind of put on that face. I was still trying to be everything, mm. you know, in my business, in my home life and like really not show any vulnerability to anyone. And I, mm. um, I remember her asking how things are going and I just kind of felt like this is your time to like, kind of let it out. Like, you know, she's a great friend and, you know, she's only here to help. Mm. And, um, you mm. know, I, I knew that she would be a prayer warrior and would really help me along the journey. And so I just kind of opened up to her and it was, it was a really, really refreshing one to know that I wasn't alone in the journey and, um, also, you know, just to get mm-hmm. that, I, I didn't want someone to tell me it was okay to do what I was doing. Even though I did, I knew deep down if someone told me that, like, that's mm-hmm. not what I needed to hear. And I needed someone who was going to tell me, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, I sympathize with you or I empathize with you, but, um, you know, you can't stay here. Or, like, you know, kind of prodded me mm-hmm. on in an encouraging way. And I knew she would be encouraging along the journey. Um, and I knew she was one that wouldn't tell me that it was okay, like, almost enabled me to stay in the pit any longer than I needed to, mm. Um and right. um so she did that in a loving way, and I feel like that was really, really healing for me, but other than that, mm. I mean, I didn't really tell a lot of people about it. I feel like it was just kind of in phases that, you know, I just started being more real in the moment of not necessarily giving them this whole mm. sob story, but, like, if I was having a rough day, like, I knew it was okay to be like, hey, like, Today's just a rough day. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to go on a walk or like not necessarily feeling like I had to tell them everything, but just kind of like a a sense of relief of kind of redirecting my perspective to what else people were going through or what was happening in life or like something that really brought me joy. And so Mm -hmm. I felt like I started to learn when I needed someone to pull me out of the pit and I needed to be honest and vulnerable and when I just needed an escape and kind of to get Mm -hmm. my perspective refocused. And so I think I learned through that, but I think on you know uh, with my business, one of the biggest things that I learned is that um, we live in such a fantasy land online, and I think people mm. in some aspect really like that. You know, like as much as we complain <laughs> about, oh, so and so has a perfect life on Facebook or you know Instagrams are mm. pictures are always perfect. I think there's some aspect to like. <laughs> In some odd way, that's really relieving to us because we like to look at good things and we like to look at perfect things and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, why do we like TV TV shows so much? But on the other aspect, people want this Mm. realness because they don't feel alone and they don't want to feel, you know, they don't want to feel like everyone else has it together but them. And I think that's a really lonely place to get into. And I did it all the time, you know, like so-and-so did this and it like works so great or, you know, look at their marriages and Mm. it's so great. So I feel like there's this Mm. aspect of just being real. And I've really tried to portray this of like not saying my life is horrible or making up instances that aren't true or exaggerating, but just being like, almost showcasing a journey and i wish that people would showcase more of like this black or white i feel like you know when we start talking about things like people are either emotional and they wear it on their sleeve or they're not at all and that's very black or white to mm-hmm. me and instead just more mm-hmm. of like showcasing the journey of it um right because we're a very right. black and white society like it's an overnight success mm-hmm. or, you know, she lost weight in, right. you know, 30 days or, you know, like we we right. want everything to just be an overnight sensation where we forget mm-hmm. that anything sustainable is a process. So I really feel like I'm trying to showcase the journey of life and that's highs and lows to me, but it's not, I I try not to be and I've been called out on this like oh I feel like your emails are really down and I'm like well I'm, I might be going through a really down phase and I don't know I don't know how else to yeah. sugarcoat this you right. Need you know? feel it. <laughs> right but I don't know I think that there's a balance to it but I also think that there's just mm-hmm. kind of knowing knowing internally who you can talk to I felt like there was a really big redefining yep. in my life and I think that mm. if you let yourself kind of go through the process of journaling and some of the things that we talked about and that we're going to get into, um, that you Mm. also can redefine your life. There's a redefining in my friendships. Um, there was a redefining in, um, my family life with my extended family. Um, there's Mm. been a redefining and there is still a redefining in my marriage, which has been one of the (laughs) hardest things mm. that I don't know why that one mm-hmm. the one person that's closest to me has been the one that's also been the hardest and I don't know if it's just because mm. I don't know why everything starts so externally maybe it's because it's easier but I feel like mm. my life has started like on the outside with the extended people and then my friends and then my mm. extended family and then my kids and like my husband I feel like it's still that last one that we're still working through very mm. much and um I don't know if it's just because of the emotional level mm. of that. But um Sure. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's definitely been a journey and a redefining. Um refining mm. and redefining mm. of that. So Right. Yeah.
1: Not yeah. Cool. Refining, redefining. <laughs> too really <laughs> Yeah, juicy. and I think right. I think and I think one thing you've done well that I would encourage other people to to do the best they can. If you're in a kind of redefining, refining season or just this life looks different, you know, I think I'm in a season where so many areas of my life are so different and I feel uncomfortable. It feels awkward. You know, you go through, what what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Is this right? Am I on the right track? And there's a point when I've just had to say, yes, it's different, And yes, it's okay. Uh, And to just allow yourself to, I don't know, kind of just say, it's okay. It's Mm -hmm. different and it's different. And just what you said, I think it's so key is to identify who are those people uh, I'm really supposed to walk with right now? Like, who are those relationships that... and. And to let go of some of the other ones and and to be okay with man that relationship i I think it was just for a season and and that's okay, and it might be hard, and there's probably actually some you know I've walked through some like grieving, and that kind of feels weird because it's not like nobody's died or right nothing, even traumatic really has happened, but right. Um, so much of my, you know, 10 years of kind of this is normal life has now changed and shifted. And so there has been a grieving, there has been a redefining and a refining in that. And just to say, it's okay. And to, to almost then embrace who are these new relationships or, uh, old relationships that are maybe, coming to the surface again, that I can be really intentional with. I can, uh, just understand, uh, this is, you know, kind of who God has put around me right now. And I'm going to really embrace that. And I, and I think what you said too, with your friend, to be honest and say, Hey, this is what I need in the moment, but to surround yourself with friends that are not going to then, you know, when you need to be corrected or need right. to okay, it's on the step out of the pit now, right, um like you're you, you know you have that that support, so I think um it's yeah i I'll, I'll have to say it's not easy or hard, but it's it's the journey right,
0: yeah, and I feel like though um whether you're ready to go through a refining or redefining of your life or not, I feel like coming to the new year is like really a great time to reflect on mm-hmm. the last year and just kind of like moving this mm-hmm. conversation into like okay now you know you, you mm-hmm. guys have been with me on this journey for this last year the podcast has kind of lived this first year of refining <laughs> for me and i mm-hmm. i feel like i'm in a place that i can openly share that and i think it's healthy for me but also mm-hmm. i feel like i really want to encourage you to also do this, I guess what I really want to do is challenge you to take this year and instead of just setting your traditional resolutions that statistically probably will never follow through with, and instead try to, or or try a different way, you know, Take some of these steps that we're about to talk about and really apply them. Take time over break to reflect and like have space. And um, again, that was something that was Mm. really big for me. I know that when I'm starting Mm. to melt that I just need space. And I don't mean like,
1: Mm.
0: you know, when I'm alone, you know, like when people are alone, they're generally on their phone. But, like, literally just being alone, like, with nothing. And I used to fear silence. Mm-hmm. I used to fear I'm a lonely person by nature. Like, I can be with the kids all day. And, like, if no one comes home at night, you like, no, mm-hmm. if Peyton's not home at night or no adult comes over at night, I feel really lonely. It was just really interesting. But I'm just naturally a lonely person. And so space used to scare me. But I've learned that there's a lot mm-hmm. of satisfaction that can come in nothingness. In a lot of growth Mm -hmm. and learning. And I feel like that's the only time for me that I've really, Mm -hmm. I've really been able to awaken and see something new is when literally it's just me and nothing else. Like no music, Mm -hmm. no TV, no phone, you know, me in a journal or just Mm -hmm. me on a walk um, of just quiet. Mm -hmm. So my encouragement is that we're going to give you a few tips to help you redefine this year, refine yourself this year, and really to set goals that aren't just, and I'm going to have Michaela talk about this in a second, aren't just things that we think we should do, but really goals that we can have action to. So can you give me the difference, Michaela, between just a resolution, just setting your average resolution and something that you know someone can achieve?
1: Really, it comes back to, I'm going to bring it back to being self-aware because I think uh, at the end of the day, the goals that we set really speak to our deeper kind of why, our motives, what we want to get out of life. And so to help, I guess, me, individuals, whoever, discern kind of that difference, uh, I'd probably have you first have me first do like some self reflection of an easy way. I kind of always, uh, lay out the kind of self reflection is reflect on your past, um, kind of what's, what's went well, what's been hard. So, you know, you could take 2016, for instance, reflect on this past year you know, personally, professionally, relationally, what was good, what was hard, what were the significant moments, uh, why were they the way they were, was it just life situation, was it something that you did, somebody else, so kind of that reflection. And then in light of that, okay, where are you today? What's, what's the reality for you today? Are you happy? Are you sad? Um, again, personally, professionally, relationally, Uh, you could kind of rank those, you know, I'm doing really good personally, you know, kind of, you could say spiritually, emotionally, physically, how are those areas of your life where you're just kind of taking a self inventory of how am I really doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Where's the kind of, where does the rubber meet the road in the sense of what, what's really going on? What do I really want to see change? Is it physically, I'm just, overweight and unhappy, but even beyond that, why am I overweight? Like, why can I not seem to, uh, is it that actually I just don't love myself? I don't think I'm worth it to spend the time, the effort. Uh, I'm too busy, you know, pouring out my energy for my kids, for work, for everything where I don't make time and space for me, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, where you're digging into, you know, more the root, more the, understanding of, of kind of why you've gotten to your, your present reality. Um, and then I'd say from there, uh, you kind of discern, okay, for 2017, what do I really want to see? If You know, 2018 comes, what are the top one or two things, uh, areas that I want to see change in? Uh, and with that, too, I'd, I'd only encourage you, you know, usually – our many years goals and resolutions come out and we're like, here's my top 10 list, right. you know, and March comes and you're back and I'm back eating brownies and ice cream, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, pick three areas, um, that feel most weighty, that feel most significant. Um, and just, and just for you, you know, don't have it be anything about, weight and what it typically is, you know, right. have it be stuff that is really, uh, about you and your well-being, but also that, you know, then affects, uh, the people around you. Mm. Uh, so that's maybe a long winded answer to your question.
0: No, I mean, I think that's like a really huge start is just asking yourself that and something that I had to do when I started. And I think that you helped me over the course of time do this kind of asking yourself why five mm-hmm. times is a good judge so mm-hmm. once you write mm-hmm. down your answer why am i in this position and you write down your answer generally like that's a very surface level answer you know because it's really hard to let mm-hmm. yourself go that deep initially especially if you've never mm-hmm. done this before until so you ask yourself no so why why did that happen and then you ask yourself okay so mm-hmm. why that and then just trying to go five deep Um, generally is a good judge or just trying to keep going deeper and deeper and Mm -hmm. deeper until you really find that root emotion. Because I feel like we're really surface level initially to start with, because emotions are really scary and it's not something that our society necessarily promotes all of this. Mm -hmm. Like you should just be able to lose weight or you should just be able to, you know, be happier. Mm -hmm. And if you just do these five steps, you're going to be happier. But I really am believing that without a true emotion and a true belief and what you're doing Mm. there's really never going to be that full change and you know what Mm. really gets someone to change or take action I think Mm. you know I've talked about imposter syndrome on the blog before and you know I've heard of people like wearing a rubber band and snapping their bracelet or snapping the rubber band on the wrist Mm. every time they do something bad I think that can work in the short term but in the long term do you agree that there has to be some kind of belief and emotion almost like a meaning Mm. behind what you're doing do you agree with that
1: Yeah, I I would say absolutely. I think the biggest kind of component of change is the mindset, is the kind of how you view life, how you view your situation, how you view yourself in that situation. And so I would say, really, behind even if it's a work change, what, you know, even if it's not something physical or personal. I think there needs to be some sort of mindset perspective, even shift that you're engaging with mm-hmm. uh, or you're intentionally kind of speaking to yourself so that you're able to walk that out um, kind of internally. And then, you know, obviously that really does affect actually externally. But I think, um, you know, so I've gotten two questions, you know, do it, is it just all in my mind? Do I need to just change my mind and not really then my actions will follow? Uh, and I would actually say both. I think you need to be, um, it's that kind of renewing of your mind, your mind, your mind daily, where you're engaging with whatever that new mindset shift change should be, mm-hmm. but then also being purposeful to action out, you know, whatever needs to change as well. Even if it doesn't feel right or feels uncomfortable, or, uh, you know, take for instance, like going to the gym. It's like, and, you know, you're engaging with that. I need to take care of myself. This is important. I need to, you know, be concerned about my health. So you're engaging with that kind of mindset shift, but you're also just going to the gym and right. actioning it out. And I think it's that both and that hopefully one will start to click the other and vice versa and, and to give yourself grace. You know, that takes time. Right. When, when you think about most of our mindsets, have been shaped and formed, Were well, one, at a really young age, but then two different things have happened in our life that have encouraged that or reaffirmed that. So most of us, it's years and years in the making of this is what we believe. And so for, it's really unrealistic in our society to think this change, oh, it's February, 2017 and I'm a new person. You right. know? <laughs> Um, that's really ridiculous when you think about it, um, that, you know, a normal for your life has been 20 years in the making and for you to all of a sudden and say, I'm only going to eat vegetables for breakfast is pretty ridiculous. Right. Uh, and so I guess just to give yourself grace in it as well.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, so it's just being self-aware and wanting to open up. And really wanting to truly change and make this year different. For Mm -hmm. me, like, my challenge to you to start this is to really be in silence, to block out time. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't block it out and set it aside, it's probably not going to happen. And, like, really schedule time to just be silent, just to be alone. And to really kind of ponder the self-awareness to really dig in so if you had to start someone on like a journaling aspect or like just being alone what are a couple of questions that could really start the foundation of understanding yourself becoming self-aware
1: right I think um one of the kind of in this whole self-awareness self-reflection kind of who am I how do I operate? It's almost kind of like you're discovering you. And which is actually why I think people enjoy what well, kind of life coaches have taken off because they've realized, oh, actually this is all about, you know, me <laughs> and discovering okay. me, but, which is actually though good because I think as a society, we're not actually really self-aware in how do I operate? What do what do I actually love? What defines me? And so, Uh, To give someone a few kind of starter questions, you could say. uh, I I would say for that, just to start at the very foundation of kind of answering that question, who am I? So it's thinking about kind of what defines you? What are the values that you appreciate? What are the things, you know, and I have, um, you know, when I coach with people, I have a list of values that they can sort through and figure out, man. You know, these are my my values that I realize are so important to me. You know, maybe it's communication, maybe it's love, maybe it's loyalty uh, that you realize are are a big part of kind of your core of who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's kind of that element. There's the element of what am I passionate about? Okay, so what are the the topics that really rev me up? What are the... um, the kind of things in my life that actually make me frustrated or angry, which probably actually do have a passion attached to them. Uh, what are the things in my life that are my gifts, my strengths, my weaknesses? And so some of those things people, I think, realize that, oh, I do know, but actually when you get that space and you really write them down, um, it gives you clarity. Then there's the whole... You know what's my personality? How how do I actually am I an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert like am I am I worn out during the week because I actually just don't have that time and space to get recharged? And yeah. what how do I get recharged? You know so it's um, as you can see there's a lot there's just kind of a lot to to dig in with it. Um, so there's kind of that foundational piece of just who you are, mm-hmm. and and then there's I'd say the next piece of uh, so where am I today? Um, what a, what's the strongest emotion I feel right now? And, and a quick way to kind of do a self-inventory you could do is um, spiritually, emotionally, physically, intellectually, and uh, relationally are just five quick areas that you can take inventory on on how am I doing in these areas. Like if I had to attach an emotion to them, what would that be? Um, and then just kind of be like you said, with the five whys, you know, well, why do I feel so much joy relationally? Oh, it's because I just got married, you know, or whatever it is. Um, those I I would say would be, I guess, two kind of starter questions or just kind of general questions that you could always kind of quick do that inventory of where am I today and how am I feeling and why am I feeling this way? and um, kind of go from there, I guess.
0: Right. No, that's great. And you have a really great handout that I did when I was traveling through this that I will link up in the show notes. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just, again, (laughs) because I love questions. Right. So
0: it's just uh,
1: five five questions that I kind of say help discover your passion and purpose, but really, again, connect to this and that they just give you clarity into – you know, who am I? Uh, what's my purpose? How do I how do I best operate? Who are the people I'm called to? Some of those good foundational, but also just um, move you forward. Hopefully, to um, kind of I think just I love questions because I think in the questions we get answers that really give us clarity to actually, like we're talking about, set good goals that are actually. Connecting to the core of, of who we are and what we want to see mm-hmm. um Anyway, sorry, here's my my soapbox, but no. I'm on that I
0: love. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think it's great, and I I really encourage that you do this soon before the new year, so that you can really start to develop that and really get a sense of the new year and take it and travel with this through the new year, like this idea of being more Mm self-aware and the idea of journaling and, and just really finding yourself, you know, it's a journey. Life is a journey. It's not an overnight thing. It's not um, an all in sort of thing. It's just kind of like a process. And I think, um, one of the passions that I have for the new year is that we've become a society that's really good at doing some things. Like if we look at the diet world, we're, mm. we're really good at dieting. People can follow rules really well, and that's why they work in the short term. But why do all diets fail? My belief is that people are really good at dieting, but they're mm. really bad at living life. And unless we can mm. merge the two, we really aren't going to ever have that sustainable healthy life that we desire. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't have health without life, and we can't have um, life without health. And I think the two really go hand in hand, but we try to separate them so much. And I feel like we do that in a lot of areas of mm-hmm. our life. You know, we try to separate mm-hmm. our work life from our marriage. And 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 sometimes that's good, you know, having some boundaries, but I believe that it mm-hmm. you really have to entangle it all together in order for life to work and to be as joyful and meaningful and... um Everything that life is supposed to be, I think we really have to do everything together. Mm. And I think, again, good relationship happens. So the last thing, though, I want to talk about is... Um, after you journal and kind of go through this, something that's really valuable and I love hearing about other people. And I think there is a lot of meaning to it. Heidi, um, and I talked about this a couple shows back when Heidi and I talked about the planner and the nurse planner and our thought and meaning behind it. And she had talked about her word of the year. I know Michaela is big into having a mm. word of the year. Last year I had a word of the year that didn't turn out the way that I expected it to, but <laughs> all in the same time, it was everything that I needed. You know, looking back, I would never take Mm. this year back. And so, I feel like just having a word of the year, like Heidi said, her word last year was saying no, and it was saying no that Mm. so that she could say yes to more things that really were meaningful to her and really did. You know, she wanted to have an impact. So, saying no to all this stuff that just congested her life, so that she wasn't able to do what she really wanted to do. Um, And Mm. it really works really well. You know, obviously, it's always a work in progress. But she has a new word for the new year. You'll have to listen to that episode to find out. Mm. But what do you feel like the meaning of having a phrase or a word or something that you're really going to live by for the new year can have on someone? Mm.
1: These are like, great questions. Uh, <laughs> I <love these. laughs> uh, uh, yes, I think one, and we've talked about this too, I know, is the, the thing with having a word or a phrase or kind of a sense of, of direction is, is just that it's being giving you direction, mm-hmm. uh, but also it's being just intentional with your year. I think so often, you know, and both of us uh, work with individuals and and groups of people who uh, a- actually, if, if people would just be intentional with um, with their goal or intentional with relationships or not just kind of let life happen to them. Uh, there's actually a lot of power in that. And so I guess that's what I appreciate and love about that kind of direction. And I think even like for you to to say, I had a word and actually, <laughs> it, you know, God right. was doing something else and life was doing something else. And I had to to kind of surrender that word up and, and just kind of live life and embrace what was the reality. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's, so good and important to be intentional and to have that kind of focus of, uh, and just get that sense of what's really, you know, I think too, with that, it's actually not only being self-aware of what's going on with me, but also being self-aware with what's going on in life. Mm. So good segue into, and I'll just share what I feel like my word for 2017 is, is, the word is bold. And so with what's going on in my life, I think in, in every aspect, like I mentioned, things are just different. And so there's a sense that I need to be bold, step out, uh, not kind of just quiver in and, and uh, you know, not embrace what's actually happening in front of me. And that I feel like I'm going to need to step out in some areas that may feel uncomfortable And so there's a boldness, obviously, then that that needs to come. And so for me, kind of having that just as that intentional word that in those moments when it's like, oh, you have to do something I don't (laughs) want to do, it's okay. No, um, I know actually what uh, the future is requiring of me. And that's actually a phrase. I've kind of grabbed onto this year that I love is thinking about what is the future actually requiring of me. And so even for 2017, as you think about the year that's ahead and your goals that you have, but also the relationships, work that's going on, family, stuff that's going on, kind of assess, self-aware, evaluate, what is the future actually requiring of me? What are the relationships, my work, everything? You know, so for me, I'm thinking it's requiring me to be bold and to step out and to take risks mm-hmm. and and to be confident and kind of fake it until I make it kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's uh, all easier said. That. It's it's fun now, you know, picking right. a word. <laughs> Come March, uh, we might need another podcast. Right. But, uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, how about you? Would you say for, you know, your word and even picking a word and then feeling like it's changed as you kind of move into this year, does that allow you to reassess in a different way?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it just stirs, it stirs more, um, it stirs me to be more self-aware, to have more time to be alone, to really look at what happened this last year and, understand now that I really do want to keep growing and I want to keep stretching so that I can be a better version of myself and that I can really give more. And, um, Hmm. so for me, you know, looking at what I feel my word should be is probably different than the word I would have chosen. I would have chosen like a really fun, (laughs) fun word. Um, but I really feel like and the aspect of where my life has come this last year and how I've traveled, I feel like I need to keep living off of that because I don't feel like um, everything is back in place. Like I said, there's still a lot of things that I need to grow and learn, and I think that's going to be a constant. But for me, I think for so many years, even um, long before Simple Roots, when I had our first, our first child, when much uh, earlier than I had ever envisioned us having children – I really had a hard time with that and um I don't mean that in a negative way. I love her to death and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that it happened, but I just mean that I was always wishing for the next stage. I never fully enjoyed I never mm-hmm. fully enjoyed the pregnancy um the infant phase you know, it took a long time for me to not just wish for the next phase and i I found myself doing that even in my business of kind of like running for the next phase and never really understanding or cherishing where I was at, uh, which means you're never Mm. really satisfied. No, nothing can make you Mm. satisfied. No accomplishment, no milestone can really ever satisfy you when you're just running for the next phase, you know, like it's kind of like running Mm. to a goal weight, you know, someone wants to get to a goal weight. And then when they get there, they're like, oh, I'm going to keep going. It's really never Mm -hmm. having that satisfaction in life. And so I think for me, my word this year is to be present in the moment And I think Mm. that I'm a futuristic thinker and I could live there much of the time and run for the next phase. So for me, just to slow down and to understand where I want to go and have that and to have journaled that. But now I think my time is to really be in the moment and be present and see what I can learn and grow from that. And also how I can better help other people and better serve my family and just really enjoy life more. I can tell you when you're running for the next phase, you really miss out on a lot of life. And I'm tired of missing out on life because I'm realizing how fast it goes. So my word, not a word that I necessarily thought was like, the fun word, like, last year, this is my year. Um, but really realizing instead of having it be, like, all rah-rah, instead of, like, now I'm just going for how can I grow more? How can I get more out of life? And I think for me it's just every day choosing to be more present. Um, and for me, it's an everyday decision. It's not like a word I say, at January 1st, this is my word, and I just do it the rest of the year. Like, every day I have to wake up and tell myself, like last year, every day I'd mm-hmm. wake up and choose to keep going. Like I had to choose mm-hmm. to make it my year. And this year I am not going to have to choose to stay present. So, but yeah, so my mm-hmm. encouragement is not only journaling, being self-aware, but I really want to have you pick a word for the year or phrase for this year and really just kind of live by it. I don't think it's just something, like I said, that you can just all out of the blue, just randomly say, maybe you can. Um, but for me, I think it, comes out of self-awareness, comes out of like the journey of where you've been, mm-hmm. understanding your emotion and kind of where you want to go and then deciding on mm-hmm. that word of the year. I think there's a lot of value there. It seems kind of silly, but for me instead of setting resolutions so to say, I just now set a word or a phrase that I kind of want to form my life off mm-hmm. of because not only like if I'm going to set a bunch of health goals, right? Like that's great, but if I have this word of the year, like that also can apply to my health. It applies to every aspect of life. Kind of, again, merging Mm -hmm. all of these areas of your life that you try to separate into one. So for me, being present means also, you know, like I'm more aware of what my body's feeling and what I need to do. And, you know, do I need to clean Mm. up my diet? Do I need to exercise more? Do I need to take a break? So just being more in the moment Mm -hmm. as opposed to I have to work out 90 minutes every day because that's my New Year's resolution. And so now (laughs) I can respect my body and say, hey, like I'm not Mm -hmm. feeling very well right now. I'm going to take a break or... Uh, you know, like, mm. I feel like I ate a lot from the holidays, so I'm going to clean it up for a while. Just kind of being more aware of what's happening instead of just black or white. Again, kind of going with the journey. Mm-hmm. So that's, yep. that's our, our, I yep. think both of our encouragement to you is to mm. print off um, the form that I'm going to have in the show notes about finding more clarity in your life. And mm. from that, creating your word of the mm-hmm. year. And um, I know Michaela and I are both going to want to know those. So you can... Reply yeah. back to an email that I send you. And we would love to see like the flood of emails coming mm-hmm. in about what your word is and what that meaning has to you. Because I think that there's value in mm-hmm. growing and learning from other people and also mm-hmm. being a part of a community where you can um, help hold each other to that. Not enable you to do something mm-hmm. that you shouldn't, but really hold you to something that's realistic yet simple. And, and it creates a lifestyle change, not just... Mm-hmm. Um, a one aspect change and um, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, um, I have to be honest, I'm a little anxious for the new year because of how this year went. Um, even though I say it was a great year, I don't know if I want to relive it, but I'm sure that no matter what, every year has its highs and its lows and it's always a growing process, but I'm getting more excited mm-hmm. for the new year and kind of getting my fighter back on and um, not letting <laughs> opposition kind of holding back like it did last year. And just trying to have mm-hmm. a better mindset. And I think my word of just being present will help me to do that. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's a couple right. challenges and, and ahead. Go to, ahead. Oh, and not to just kind of
1: beat a dead horse here, but um, one thing I love just what you said about, just to reiterate again, is about your allowing your word to actually dictate the rest of your goals and areas that you want to see growth. Because I think, like you said, oh, I'm going to work out 90 minutes every day. Um, There's actually no weight to that. And so if you, you know, say, I want to be present in the moment, and from that, I want to just assess, am I eating out of um, emotional eating right now, or am I eating because I'm hungry? You know, that actually has weight to it. And so, anyway, just to say that again.
0: (laughs) Right. Because, I mean, emotion and belief uh, stems true change. And I think that's what we're all after <laughs> at the end of yeah. the day. I think when I think about my overall mission that I've learned through this whole mm. process, that we try to say segment all these areas of life and health. And like, we really just have to verge them all together. And I feel like it's, it's kind of all coming together for me. And I hope that as you travel through this journey Mm. that it does for you as well, that you can see that segmenting anything out of your life is really never going to satisfy you and you're never really going to ultimately reach what Mm. you're set out to do. And I think that's been one of the biggest lessons and I hope to share that. And I hope that, you know, as we, as you do this, as you self-reflect and become more self-aware and choose your word, that you can kind of start to implement that into your own life and kind of see how you can really combine everything into a lifestyle and not just um, different areas Mm. of your life. So yeah, that's my hope for the new year and doing Love this that. podcast. So anyways, Michaela, thank you so much for being on. I'll link up all of Michaela's information, her blog, and the show notes. You're going to definitely want to hop on her email list because she has some really amazing stuff. If you want to continue to be self-aware in the new year and um, continue to have this journaling time and uh, – just to to be more self-aware and self-reflect she sends out weekly emails and they're really really helpful about just um kind of inspiring you but also helping you to take action and holding you accountable to that so you're gonna want to hop on her email list and don't forget to download the um questions to develop clarity in your own life in the show notes as well so thank you so much for being on michaela it's always a pleasure mm-hmm. and always um, a pleasure yeah so here's to 2017 mm-hmm. <laughs> So that wraps up the very first episode of the new year. May this bring you hope, a greater desire to know yourself, to let feelings happen, to not run away from brokenness, but to battle through, to not be fearful and afraid of brokenness and broken people and broken things, but to run to brokenness knowing that there is abundance when you get through that. Never in my life has my faith been stronger and have I experienced Jesus in a more real way. And my prayer is that continues into the new year. So with that, great things are ahead. There's a few changes that are gonna be happening here at Simple Ritz Radio, as well as on SimpleRitzWellness.com. but I can tell you I am more excited and passionate than I think I've ever been. I think I finally found that path that I wanna travel, the path that I've been called to, and really just express me, the full real me, fully this entire year for the first time, and I am so excited. I wouldn't say that this change is gonna be a full 180, it's just a small pivot and helping all of us to experience more growth, joy and simplicity in life that I crave. And I hope I'm not alone in that. So again, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for what's ahead and I hope you're excited as well. I'll be explaining more of my emails that I send out weekly, sometimes daily. And if you'd like to be a part of that journey, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get more information and stay up to date on the latest blog posts, as well as grab those free weekly meal plans. To sign up for that newsletter, just head on over to simplerootswellness.com and drop your email address. Also, don't forget to check out the show notes, which have been completely changed. They have a new look. They have a lot more information, definitely something you're going to want to dive into and read. They kind of go along with the show notes, but in a little bit different way. So head on over to the show notes. It's always going to be simplerootswellness.com slash, and then followed by the episode number. So this show would be simplerootswellness.com backslash 044. So make sure you're checking those out. And today, Michaela left that very special downloadable sheet to help you start self-reflecting this year. So to grab that sheet again, head on over to SimplerootsWellness.com/slash zero four four and download that sheet from Michaela. Seriously, those questions help to transform and shape my life in ways that I never thought possible when I started that. I thought it was crazy and silly and I hated journaling. I thought there's no way, but it really opened my eyes to something really powerful. So make sure you download that. I'll also be sending it out in my emails. So make sure you sign up for those. Again, you are amazing. You have worth and value and purpose here in 2017. It is going to be a great year. A lot can change. There's guaranteed to be brokenness, but let us not run from it, but run to it so that we can see greater things through it. Hang in there, we are on this journey together. You are never alone and great things are coming. Next week, we're gonna kinda get back on the health track with our metabolism expert, but in the meantime, let's cheers to slow, simple changes. That's all we need in the new year. Here's to 2017.